I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. We're breaking our season theme for the finale here to bring you what can only be described as a spectacular movie of proportions I can't even begin to contemplate. Yes. Psycho Goreman, or PG for short. Psych. Psycho Goreman. This oh, I'm sorry, guys. This movie was for well, I don't I don't want it to sound like I'm making a pun, but it was out of this <laughs> world. It was like totally too. Like, yeah, I hope you both are buckled in. Oh my god, no, it was awesome. It was so good. Like I had to call both of you in like or text you in the he middle of the night. He called us at two a.m. Like, are you near a TV? He called us at two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping. I was in my jammies. And he was like, you got to see this movie. And I was like, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> so right there, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. I turned on my television and rented it on Amazon Prime. Through Shudder. And then I wasn't Ooh. angry anymore. I feel like there are people that are listening to this now who have never listened to the show. One, because, you know, we, uh, we stuck our proverbial fishing pole <laughs> into a proverbial talent pool and what did we find on the end of our line oh my goodness oh my gracious it was and i quote uh yeah if you, if you can tell by <laughs> the, say the, the name title of this episode big mouth billy pass oh my god <laughs> uh for if you can tell from the title of this episode we were uh spooky time network uh, specifically kyle and myself we were lucky enough to uh sit down and have some time to talk with uh uh matthew Nineber, uh psycho gorman in the film uh pg psycho gorman in the physical ah! sense correct oh my god the, okay. Yes, the physical sense. There was another. I uh, I did not realize there was another uh, that there was a voiceover. That was something we had spoken about briefly in the uh, in the interview today. Um, uh, the 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 lining up with the the overdub is so tight and so good that I did not know that that was an overdub until you know we started reaching out to uh, see if we can get. Uh, Matt on the show and and speak mm -hmm. with us about the film. Um, he he went into it a little bit, like I said in the interview, but it was I, that just goes to show how how one of many incredible things that this film made. Now, unfortunately, Cammy, uh, uh, you could not join us because Changing you diapers. were um, what's the word? <laughs> yeah. Yes. How were, is Taylor? Uh, I was having a good time doing yes. it though. Kyle and I were testing the software and 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 just I I just hear a. Like, I'm just like, are you on the set of Ind Indiana Jones 5 right now? Like, what is, uh, like, what's going on up there? He's like, oh, no. It's like, I'm used to it. I just, I, I don't even the, hear him anymore. Yeah, All the airplanes that fly over my house like... every few minutes, oh. it feels like. And that, it freaked me out because... Those happen all the time, and you guys don't ever bring it up. But then right before the big interview, Jared's like, what's that horrible noise making it impossible to hear you in the background? <laughs> what's that airplane plummeting towards your home? Kyle lives in what is called a hot zone for aerial activity. <laughs> um, 
No, yeah, but uh, uh, before we get to the interview, I think uh, we're, we just want to say a few words about the movie, our initial thoughts. Um, this episode's going to be a little bit different. Uh, shortly after this, we're going to splice to our interview with Matt, and then we are going to circle back, talk about some of our favorite scenes, and, uh, you know, uh, kiss you goodnight, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way of saying Proverb, yes, quite. Like our metaphorical kiss. Yes. Unless you want a real one. Yes. Then you'll have to donate twenty five dollars <laughs> to our Patreon. That's like you thirty get, if you choose Kyle. You get like a mailed <laughs> 30 letter. Thirty if you want tongue. You get a mailed letter with some spit in a vial and a uh, <laughs> and like a, a you have to assemble the kiss. Yes. <laughs> a blank piece of paper with lipstick on it, like, but it's gonna be for me. Um which is probably not something we should be sending in the mail because we could get linked to a crime scene we don't necessarily want to be involved with. Um, yeah, or they're going to 23 and me us oh without no. our permission. Uh, uh, so unfortunately, since you couldn't join us today, Cammy, how about you kick things off, you little soccer player, you? Tell us your initial thoughts and feelings about uh, Psycho Gorman, PG for short. um i first of all i love that in the trailer they were like pg rated r Uh, (laughs) that made me laugh (laughs) um but no i um you you so heavily insisted that we watch this movie um i lied the following night um it was either the following night or later in the day after you uh you told us to stop what we were doing and watch this film um i watched it with my boyfriend taylor and we were like the entire time we were laughing out loud. Um, this is everything <laughs> that I want <laughs> in a film. Um, Hell yes. I, I like, I love practical effects, especially when there's use of a lot of like puppets. Um, this movie sort of gave me thanks killing three vibes, but it was better than thanks killing three. Um, oh my god! I, I, I enjoyed it much more, but you know what I mean. It's really Power Rangers. These this makeup and and costuming and giant brains that used to be little boys. Oh it's... yeah, I forgot all about that. Oh my god! <laughs> Alistair, he's he's the hero, the real Alistair, hero. Alistair, yes, the end of the film I think is one of the greatest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I think watching this movie was on par with the first time I saw Mandy. Yeah. I just, you know, the color palettes are are kind of similar. And, uh, you know, just after talking with Matt and some of the stories he, he told us about on set, it just, you know, I... I I'm really excited for you to hear this interview, Cammy, because I feel like we're all going <laughs> to. I feel like all... I should have listened to it before we started recording. I'll, I'll make sure. But I'll, that's okay. I'll give it to you before I will... we record. Before we record. I'll, yeah. Um, but, but good. Thanks. It's just like such like I, I just want to watch it again now. And like, you know, literally the yeah. F, like minutes after I saw it, I, I went to the Amazon and I bought it. It's coming out on my girlfriend's <laughs> birthday. So <laughs> I thought that was. Yeah, you can. Uh, and I think it's it's coming to Shutter in May. Yes. It's a long time to wait, but if you don't feel like paying money to watch it, uh, and if you have Shutter, it will be on Shutter. Yeah, some some in bullshit May. article said it was already on Shutter, and then I was like, a looking... lot of people were mad. Yeah, I was yeah. looking for it, and I was like, what the fuck? And then uh, then I was just like, fuck it, it's like four dollars, rent it. 
Yeah. YOLO. Kyle, tell us what you thought about the film. Well, after I got your fevered demands to watch it that night, it was... <laughs> I looked it up. I paid for it. I grumbled. That's how I was paying for it. I don't like paying for movies. But well, I was yeah, all ready to be, sex. to be like, oh... <laughs> Oh, I won't no. talk about that. That's personal. <laughs> yeah. But I was all ready to sitting down and having seeing it start. Let's just afterwards pat, like pat you on the head, and say, "Oh, it was a fine movie. Oh, sure, it was pretty good." And then <laughs> humor you, and then it was just blown away by like, "Oh no, this is actually everything it should be and more." Like, <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm talking. Delivers about. on all its promises, and it uh, it shattered expectations because I really I went in low and it came out high. Hell yeah! Knocked yes. me right the fuck out. Like, my jaw. seriously, I was just, like, you know, like the miniatures and then like uh, there weren't a whole lot of effects in here, but there were what there was, I think, was just like so well crafted and tight. Definitely. For lack of a better term. But, you know, like I I, I feel like I definitely earned my meal with you with you too after <laughs> showing this. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, go Jay dog. Whoop, whoop. Frig. Yeah. <laughs> Frig yeah. yeah. Go frig yourself. Oh, oh well, oh, don't mind if I do <laughs> on mic. Ooh. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, is there anything else you guys want to get into before we uh, cut to? Um, let's get to the interview. All right. I'm excited. All right, let's get to the interview. As Cammie said, we are going to uh, take a brief recess, a brief recess right here, and uh, um, cut to that. You know, and then when we will be back shortly with our favorite scenes. Uh, Okay. Goodbye. Excellent. Hey, everybody. This is Jarrett from Spooky Time Presents, uh, one of your hosts today. Joining me, unfortunately, Cammie's not here, but also joining me is uh, Kyle. Kyle, say hello to the nice people at home. Uh, Howdy ho there, listeners. Yes. Uh, well, this is a very special episode of Spooky Time Presents today. Um, we are joined today by none other than the man behind the mask himself. Incredibly fortunate to be here today with uh, Matthew Ninneber. Uh So uh, thank you so much for joining us, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Super happy to be here. Our good friend Matt here is uh, the the uh, actor who brought uh, PG Psycho Goreman to life in the recently released movie this movie holy crap guys this was a trip this was an absolute trip oh my gosh um i guess you know let's let's just get let's get started here with uh uh while we get while we have matt all right well i just wanted to uh to ask uh what kind of influences did you draw on when uh playing this character uh what what got you into the character uh that was something that i went back and forth with steven and um we didn't want him to be too over the top. Like Nita's huge. Like if you watch her in the movie, she's a very, very big character. So I figured um, PG needed to be uh, very dejected and honestly start looking at um, characters who played similar, similar roles. Like I saw, you know, Terminator two looked at Arnold Schwarzenegger and then I started looking at Sean Connery when he did Dragonheart and just creatures that had personality who weren't just completely, rambling raging monsters but somebody who was a little bit more humane and we just kept on jumping around with really just random people and uh yeah that's kind of like there's a little bit of jim carrey's grinch actually (laughs) in pg and so there's 
There's a lot of uh, a lot of things borrowed from different movies. Excellent. So one of the scenes when you're you you're, you guys are playing on the basketball court and you're dressed as Dr. Alan Grant from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how how does that happen? Like how do you how do you get to that? Oh my gosh, uh, that's just Steven's crazy mind. And again, when I met him, I'm like, this guy is on another level. Like you go into his studio uh, apartment and it's just full of creatures and influences and just hundreds upon thousands of <laughs> like figurines. And he's just got so many um, peculiar ideas. Like when he pitched the idea, I was surprised out of curiosity. Like, did you guys know it was, you know, doctor from Jurassic park or did, or did someone tell you like, well, our, uh, our third host, uh, Cammy, yeah. uh, I think she recognized it first because her boyfriend had dressed up like that for Halloween a couple years ago. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. That was something that they, they, the two of them just caught it like immediately. That's and an... you know, I, that was like, when I had seen it, I was just like, why is this so familiar to me? I didn't, it didn't necessarily register. Immediately, yeah. yeah. But then once Cammy told me, I was like, Oh my God, duh. Yeah. But... So funny. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a scene where he, you know, pulls off sunglasses. That was a very hard scene to do. Like wearing sunglasses as a monster is actually a very <laughs> difficult task. But oh uh, yeah, that was uh, it. Was either that outfit or punk rock PG that they were uh, torn between, and uh, you know, Jurassic Park won out. So <laughs> excellent! Oh my gosh, I'm I'm glad it did. That was that was a great uh, that was a great scene. Oh my gosh. Um, well, you had spoken a little bit earlier about the director uh, Stephen Kostansky. Uh, so uh, you know, we're us at Spooky Time presents. We're big fans of. Uh, his previous films you know the the void how did uh how did you come to get involved with this project and uh meet steve so i actually wasn't familiar with um steve's work my agent called me said there's this upcoming director who's done some really cool projects and they're looking for a villain and uh i was looking to do something a little bit different i was just getting some military roles and just wanted to mix it up did not want to get just locked into that so when I saw the scene, I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I can do to, you know, make this happen. And uh, so I did a self-tape, sent it in, and the rest is kind of history. Uh, I always think everybody else was just smart enough to know that being in a monster suit is actually not fun. The first 30 minutes in a monster suit is so cool. You're like, my goodness, I'm amazing. This is <laughs> the best feeling ever. And then after that, you're like, yo, this actually really sucks. Get me out of this thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, so I think, uh, I was just very naive going into this project, but it was good that I was because if I knew the pain and the suffering that went into being PG, I don't know if I would have signed up from the beginning, but, oh my uh, gosh, obviously as soon as I started seeing footage, that was super helpful. Like if, if I was just making this movie in the dark, seeing the clips, seeing the pictures, I'm like, okay, this is worth it. Suck it up. Let's go. <laughs> So I so I, I take it then uh, you've never really done any kind of prosthetics to this extent before in not in... to this extent like I've uh, I've done a couple of creatures but it was never like you wear it for sixteen hours you can't get out of it you're vacuum sealed you don't have any way to use the bathroom so you can't eat oh, like no. it's jeez uh, <laughs> oh, it's uh, like nothing like that like I've had like heads that pop on and pop off and like all good right but. This is like you're 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 in 
Like everything gets glued down and there is no, um, there's no like airflow. There's nothing like there's not oh even gosh. like, yeah, it's literally glued everywhere. So there is no escaping it until the end of the day. So Oof. you get to a place where you're just like, okay, what time is it? How long am I in this? And just like, <laughs> just some yeah, of the cap- misery of PG is just me being miserable in the suit. Oh my so gosh. There's no acting involved. How long did that uh, did that process take to get uh, you know like from from start to finish uh, you know to walk so, out on set as PG? Yeah, the first couple times um, getting into the suit was a long process because with everything like it was made for like it made a cast of my body, but when you put it on the first time, nothing fits. Everything's right. wrong, so they have to. So three hours was the first time. And uh, but they got that down to sometimes I could be out of there in 90 minutes. Other times, like after we did the force fight scene or after anything that was a lot of movement, the suit would just get ripped apart. So I'd be standing there for hours just holding my arms out, kind of like T form and getting sticks. And they would just try to patch the whole suit and get it up and going. So there's times that, you know, 90 minutes. There's other times that I just feel like I was standing there for hours and hours. Then you film the whole day. You get there before anybody else. You leave after everybody else. Like people in the crew didn't even know who was PG. They're like, I wonder what the guy underneath <laughs> the suit looks like. And uh, partway through production, I um, yeah, I had a late call time. I was only there for pickups, and they wouldn't let me on set because they didn't know who I was. <laughs> I'm just like, no, like I'm the guy in the suit. I'm PG. Like, sure you are. Anyway. So with all these prosthetics, and and I know there's there's multiple characters who are. Um, uh, who were wearing costumes to like really extreme extents. Um, uh, what I, one of the questions that our, our other co-host Cammy asked us to, to relay um, is what was it like to work with Rich Evans from uh, red letter media? I believe he played the, uh, uh, it was almost like a, like a, like a vat of dead bodies, like uh robot. <laughs> The the can of blood, yeah, I yeah. Wanted, yeah. Oh my god, it was I, like um, the, like an acid flashback from like you know mixing Power Rangers and like Billy and Mandy in there from my childhood. <laughs> like, holy crap. that's funny. Yeah, that uh, that for one, I always felt sorry for whoever was in that uh, costume because there's so many heads there that you actually forget there's a person underneath. <laughs> so people will be eating food and. You're just doing your thing, and then all of a sudden, this box of heads move. You're like, "Oh shoot, somebody's still in there!" Like, uh, so you always feel bad. Anyone who's wearing a costume that is like that, people tend to forget about. Like PG, you don't forget about because he's there. Like, but there was other characters that you're like, "Oh yeah," like Brainiac or um, Brainster, Brain Alistair. Mm-hmm. You forgot somebody was in there because he just looks like a <laughs> like just a brain. Um, but uh, that scene was actually a lot of fun. They hooked up like a huge pressurized container of blood and shot it out like a fire hose. And uh, I remember Steve saying, hey, you know, what would really make this good is instead, I know naturally you would kind of look away from the blood, but I want you to look at it when it comes at you. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So just <laughs> getting that in the face and then that going into the suit for the whole day and just blood, just like it just turned into a big sponge. I'm like, this is just disgusting. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. No, that was definitely one of uh, one of my favorite parts of the of the entire film. Just ever, all these all these creatures going at it. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> oh. 
So did this, did the making of the film fall anywhere once COVID restrictions started, or was this pretty no, much all in the can? So we we just got into the can, and I remember oh, um, they were just going into post production when stuff started uh, going, like when rumblings of the virus coming right. out of China back. <laughs> Back when it was just like, oh, yeah, there's some people sick. And, um, it, you know, you cry wolf so many times that you're just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's that. I remember they were in post-production editing. And, and that's when we started getting those calls and figuring that out. So, so yeah, totally glad that we got that. I don't know how you would film this movie with COVID because, like, this movie, if it wasn't for the producer, Jesse, and uh steven there's no way this movie would get made because jesse was like the real pg of the film um we filmed at his house and he just oh wow he moved mountains to make this movie happen like in the backyard there's the graveyard scene or where the kids are digging up at the beginning of the film that's his backyard he's just ripping up his own backyard <laughs> the graveyard scene i'm pretty sure we ripped up his septic system septic uh, tank because oh, no. it smelled so bad. And I'm like, guys, it's wet. It hasn't rained. Like, what is this? <laughs> it's coming like, from I'm, somewhere. Oh, like, I'm pretty God. sure these zombie characters are rolling around in human feces. Like, this is like, um, that's what it smells like right now. So, but he, he ripped up his yard. The inside of his house became Mimi's room. It became like the bathroom where PG's yelling at uh, the dad. That's Jesse's bathroom. And like, again, you got this muddy backyard where everyone's now trucking that mud into his house. And I'm like, man, if this was my house, I'd be losing it. But he's just like, no, do it for the movie. Whatever we got to do for the movie. Like, his house got destroyed. And uh, he would, uh, if we have to get somewhere, he would, like, throw stuff in the back of the truck. And he'd just rip across people's properties. Like, he was the true monster that would do anything for this movie. And we <laughs> oh got, like, again, you would never be able to make this film for the amount of money that they had if it wasn't for... Obviously, Steven being able to do all the creatures, pulling all the favors, getting everybody over the years, making, um, helping him with these outfits. And then Jesse, he was in the creature shop. He was sacrificing his house. He was doing like every relationship these guys could uh, call upon, they used. And I think that really shows up in this movie. And uh, like even the at the opening scene of the film, funny story, some of the characters <laughs> in that opening scene are actually characters that were in charge of guarding that factory so that old man when they were doing the location scouting for the film he's in the movie and he's yelling at everybody he's actually the security guard for that location (laughs) and one of the reasons they were able to get the location is that they were able to put him into the movie so it's such a mixed match of funny weird stories of people just bartering and trading and yeah oh my god I love that. I yeah. love that so much. That that's how you got to do it, though, to make something you know as as amazing as this was. And believe me, this is like such an amazing feat. Something I have not seen in in. I I don't think I've been this like wowed by a uh by a film in in, in years. Yeah, Jared. I think when you finished the movie, like you were texting every one of us in like our group chat, just saying like, guys, like we have to watch this movie immediately. Like stop what you're doing. Yes. And just pick <laughs> That's it up. Amazing. That's I think amazing. it was like midnight and I was just like, guys get to the, you know, do you guys have like, here's my credit card, rent this from Amazon right now. Like, please. I appreciate that. Oh, of hey, thank you. I believe me. Uh, oh man. I mean the, uh, the kids in this movie are obviously 
very central and i think they did a great job like how was it working with amazing uh, with yeah kids nita, that age and um nita and owen were were fantastic nita was who she is on screen is pretty much who she is off screen so <laughs> oh my gosh uh, i love that so it uh <laughs> sometimes i won't lie i got a little overwhelming i was like i need a retreat <laughs> i need to <laughs> i need to go hide actually i think owen and i both were like yo we need a we need to run away <laughs> so but she, she um she was great to work with and owen was great to work with and um, I'm actually really interested to watch their careers. I've messaged both of them. I'm like, I think you guys like don't give up on acting. Whatever you do, you guys have it. And um, Owen has like, I know his role isn't huge in the film, but I really feel that he grounded it and brought some. Um, just I don't, yeah. I think the dynamics really work with her being so big and him being able to just kind of more retreating. And uh, they knew their lines. They came prepared. They, uh, I actually didn't even know their names until like halfway through production. Actually, even oh, wow. after production, um, they're like, you're going to do an interview with Nita. I'm like, I don't know who Nita is. She's like, that, like Mimi. I'm like, oh my gosh, Mimi. Okay. <laughs> uh, just because they came up, introduced themselves as their characters and referred to each other as their characters and didn't stop that. Like oh, it was very just, method. Yeah. And I was just <laughs> to the point that I'm like, wait, 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 what are your guys' names? <laughs> so, but um, no, it, it was great hanging out with them. And obviously like, I have three of my own kids. So it was kind of just, you know, very cool. Just another day of that. So I was like, Hey guys, stop your shenanigans. Let's get this stuff figured out. But <laughs> other than that, they were, they were great. They were great. Yeah, that that's that's definitely you know it's uh, I Kyle, Cammy, and I we had a little bit of conversation about this before. Uh, you know, it's pretty hit or miss when um, when with with younger actors, but totally. you know the these two, oh my gosh, they just like just to you know drive your point home. They they knocked it out of the park. I was like, never had one of those moments where I was like, uh, kid acting, but like they they really they were very solid. You know, yeah, to echo that, they really, if it didn't work, like if they weren't good, the movie was done. So I think who they casted was so fantastic. And uh, that was my big nervous, like like I was nervous of going in, like who, who are your kid actors? Because the film rides on that. Right. And uh, And they did such a great, they did such a great job. And kind of, you know, like Jurassic Park, the kids in there, they did fantastic. <laughs> so <laughs> Very fitting, fitting. Yeah. Uh, were you ever were is there ever a worry like some of these scenes can get like ooh, graphic with all the all that blood coming from everywhere? Was there ever a worry that they that would be too much for kids that age or was? Yeah, that was an interesting. Like once you get on set, it just like obviously it's just corn syrup, so it <laughs> becomes you know more funny than anything, and it's not. They were they were fine. Like Steve really casted people that were adults trapped in kids' bodies, and um, <laughs> they were they were a riot. They owned the set. They I don't even know how to word it. Um, no, they loved every second of it. And if anything, <laughs> they loved it a little too much. I mean, I don't know. You guys <laughs> may have a disturbing childhood. Like, oh my! But gosh. they were they were in like. Even when they were done, they would stay on set and they just wanted to see stuff. It'd be like four in the morning and they're still going on. I remember we're doing the scene. There's a scene that I'm on the couch. I fell asleep four times in that scene. The one time I was snoring, they had to stop the movie. 
Like I'm wrapped up in blankets and I'm wearing like whale blubber and I'm like, I'm tired and I just conk <laughs> right out. And uh, Nita just like <laughs> shakes me. Hey, hey, you're snoring during my scene. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. So no, funny. like they, they loved it and uh, they ate it up. They live in their best life. And I'm pretty sure that was Nita's first acting role, period. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, like she, I don't think she's did anything before that. Um, she had like a dance background, so there was a performer in her, but like for her first time on screen, absolutely fantastic. So, yes, totally. They, you know, they they were incredible. I, I'll say that as well as you know, with uh, with Adam Brooks and Alexis um, Hansi as uh, as uh, Greg and Susan. They were they were fun. They were they were definitely a fun set for Adam parents. had so many i wish they could just throw all the things that he did into the movie because he <laughs> made the sets like he was funny he's a funny guy and you see like when someone's funny like that you're like ah dang it i wish i was funny <laughs> like this guy is legit i'm laughing and for pg to be laughing in the suit i'm like that's funny because it takes work for me to laugh so oh my god i'd love so, to see that image just like you you yeah. in this hulking suit just like yeah. uh cracking up yeah so uh he had a lot of little gags that not all of them made into the film and uh i wish they did because he's he's a fun he's a talented guy oh my gosh yeah that sounds like it was a lot of fun <laughs> how does the whole process of like getting cast as the character but not the voice go like how does that come about um, that was uh, a back and forth, uh, partly availability, partly budget, partly they had an idea of, um, so Steven, one of the early, I, I don't even know the whole story, but, but partway through production, they're like, just FYI, we made voiceover the character. One of the producers came up and was like, yeah, they're talking to Mark uh, Hamilton. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, so it was, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I don't know. And so they let me know from the beginning, not the, like partway through the production that, I may not be the voice. And um, they showed me the voice that they wanted. And it was a Saturday morning cartoon, very like, well, what it is. And um, Mm -hmm. so obviously wearing the prosthetic, like I'm wearing like a mouthpiece and everything. Like PG sounds like Sean Connery. If you listen to it's like, (laughs) that's fear I smell. Like it's such a, (laughs) you get such a sling in there. Oh my um, gosh. So the hardest part for me was all right, if we're VOing this, whether it's me or somebody else, the the dialogue has to be so like exact and so um precise so that whoever's doing the VO, whether it's me or somebody else, they're gonna be able to match it. So that was just something different on set of learning the dialogue and making sure that like through the suit and through like the mouthpiece that the mouth was moving properly so that you can match it up afterwards and that was like a battle and a half because um, per, like until you get like you can probably watch the movie and you don't even know it's VO'd. No, I had they, I, I absolutely yeah. had no idea. I thought that was all you. Like, yeah, oh, because holy crap. they matched it up so well. So um, at the end of the day, they had somebody who auditioned. I believe this is the story. I've heard so many different stories, <laughs> um, but there was somebody that auditioned before me and he had like this he could do PG's voice without any like processing or whatever. And it was like this really, but he just didn't look like PG. Like he was a smaller uh, actor. So they're like, wow, we take the physical performance of this dude and take the voice of this guy. And I feel like we have PG. So it became uh PG has been like a, you know, a centipede of 
Steve and me, and uh, the, I don't know who the other guy who did the uh, voices. <laughs> but together, we uh, were able to create something. So, um, yeah. No, oh, definitely. That's that's. This is going to be performance like a trifecta of yeah. of, of people. You know, that's going to. I I honestly feel will go down in horror film history or just film history in general. Well, uh, Matthew, I just wanted to say again, thank you so much and uh, being with us. And um, I I know through, you know, uh, looking back on on your career, uh, I've seen that you're a writer, director, cinematographer. Um, Psycho Goreman. So, um, <laughs> what what aspect of the filmmaking process do you really do you call home? Like, what is your favorite part of of being involved with a project? Um, I think for me personally, just dreaming up and imagining the story before is is my favorite place because there's no limitation there. It's uh, uh, thinking about what PG who he was and like his whole journey. Like that's just a fun daydream for me. So <laughs> getting into filmmaking was just I was that kid in class that just daydreamed all the time. You can never get my attention. I was <laughs> off. You, you give me like one word and then I'll set them off, do my own thing. Oh, and, I and I think one of the things I love about filmmaking is you start taking those daydreams and you make them into reality. And f- being on PG was great watching Steven, how he did his stuff. And I love to act to get on set, to watch other directors. It's kind of like my film school. And uh, nice. I've been able to like sit under some really cool people and meet some really cool people acting and and then i take it home and you know put it into my writing put it into my own filmmaking and it's all about closing that gap you got that um you know i always say or not that i always say but people have said to me you have your taste what you like and then as a filmmaker you have what you can do and there's usually a huge gap between what you like and what you can actually pull off and my dream is just to keep closing that gap so that you know one day as a storyteller, I can do stuff that just really entertains people and that, uh, you know, the, the daydreams that I just, you know, get lost in, I can actually bring to screen. I think for a lot of filmmakers, that's the joy of it. So getting on set, whether it's acting, whether it's filming, cinematography, even doing audio or just, you know, directing, it's you're taking those imaginary world and you're trying to make a portal so that people can enjoy it. And I think that's a lot of fun and not a lot of people get to do it. So like, I don't ever want to take it for granted. Absolutely. No, I really like that answer. Like that. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, fight for, for the last, you know, set of questions I have here for you. It's kind of a rapid fire. Uh, ju- I'm going to ask you, th- uh, three questions and, or excuse me, four questions or no, it's three. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> uh, three questions. And then just, uh, you know, back to back if, uh, uh so let, let's just get on with it. So, <laughs> All right. um, okay. So, uh, what do you, I, I, I've seen, uh, looking into you, I saw that you're also a gamer. Uh, so what are you playing right now? Uh, what's, what are you streaming right now? And what was the last film that you saw in a movie theater? Okay. So Tenet was the last movie I saw in a movie theater. So, and, uh, that was a great experience. And, uh, right now I'm playing league of legends. So I'm just taking that. I'm enjoying it. It's pretty chill. And Ash is my, uh, my character. So there's (laughs) that. Um, and then uh, what was the other streaming? Like, what am I streaming? 
Yeah, what's uh, what, what's like uh, you know, always on a, at your house? Like, uh, oh, whether... you know what? I've done a little bit. Uh, I've been actually going through the whole Alien uh, series again. So I've been going to the behind the scenes and just really going into a deep dive of just that whole universe and just you know falling in love with it. I'm working on a movie right now during the lockdown that is grabbing as much as I can from that movie, and I'm just trying to implement it. Steven actually made me a monster suit for my film <laughs> once oh, PG wow. finished and it was like a thank you for hey for putting up all this you know being PG here's your own monster suit I'm like great but I've been using it for my film and kind of making my own little alien universe so it's been Very fun cool. anything you can tell us about your upcoming project yeah it's uh just redeeming 2020 for me it's called death valley we uh just got distribution for it so we're doing something right i guess and awesome uh, yeah it's kind of like a, a bromance cop kind of like you know buddy <laughs> cop film that meets uh the a- alien kind of genre so it's a little bit of a mashup it's me just playing around just daydreaming trying to make something that i think is fun and Hopefully other people can come along the journey, enjoy it as well, and yeah, close that gap. Hell yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, I, I just want to say thank you again so much for being with us today. Uh, it's been it's been a pleasure and an honor, and you know I can't wait till we uh, till we see more of you on the big screen. Awesome, super appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. <sighs> Well, there you have it, folks. That was our sit down between Kyle, myself, and the extremely talented Matthew Ninneber. Uh Just want to say thank you again, Matt, for taking the time to sit down with us and, you know, humor us uh, about... <laughs> Shine your light on our dark little podcast. Yes, for it's real. Like, like, I guess I, I'll we're... talk to these guys. All right. Um, yeah, good job, Kyle. I'm glad you were able to, uh, you know... Recording and uh, microphone in one hand, a uh, little orange stick in the other, guiding those planes away from the house. <laughs> uh, do we want to tell them about this morning with our potential scheduling snafu? Oh my god! Uh, oh my god. I don't know how I don't know how time zones work, <laughs> which is very funny because I my my nine to five my my day job involves me doing a lot of stuff with time zones. I don't know. It was a long day when we figured out this interview. Like, so okay, what basically happened was we had agreed on a time, and uh, Matt had mentioned it was an Eastern uh, X o'clock Eastern time. I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's a uh, that's a that's that's one p.m. our time, noon his <laughs> time, and I'm like, oh, Eastern. I was like, so I was upside down. I was the uh, I was that stupid clown girl with the uh, with the the alarm clock legs and didn't know which way the fuck was up and so i wait uh, what yeah you remember that girl that was a, that turned herself into a clock who was also a clown lunette news like i don't remember that. lunette the clown from the yeah. big comfy couch yes ma'am oh my oh, god i remember that now that was <laughs> yeah but she anyway yeah, turn so herself the... into a clock yeah. She oh did. That's God. like literally the the one thing I remember about that show and just like, oh, wow, that looks uncomfortable for her. <laughs> um, and then I would leave. I would leave the room and demand oh. where the graham crackers were. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yes. The interview but, was no. two hours earlier than we expected. 
and I wake up to a phone call from Jarrett telling me that. And then I go into our group chat afterwards, and there's 11 messages from Jarrett, all essentially just, I hope to God Kyle wakes up and sees this soon. I was sitting there chewing my nails, like pushing the baby that I watch away. I'm like, I can't pay attention to you right now. I got to make sure Kyle wakes up. Oh, I called Kyle. Get your own he, he answered. I, I, I called Kyle. He answered on the first or second ring, and he's like, Jared, I know. I'm, I'm shorting GameStop like you told me to. And I'm like, <laughs> Kyle, no, listen. And he was about to hang up, and, I'm, and he's just like, no, no. And so it was pretty uh, – <clears throat> oh, yeah. You actually got lucky because I've been getting a lot of robocalls at like 8.30 or 9 in the morning, and so I'm almost to the point of just sleeping through them. Thank God I didn't today. See, I, I, I have – I'm sick in the head, so my new thing has been when I get a phone call from a number I don't know, because I don't want them to leave me a message, I answer it, I put it on speakerphone, and then I mute my side so that they just have to sit there like an idiot for like 30 seconds and be like, maybe reflect on, like, you know, (laughs) should I be calling this person who I don't need to be, Uh, one of which was my dentist who I haven't been to in uh, six years, I'm like, I don't go here anymore. Like, why are you calling me? Because you didn't like, tell him that you moved away. I was in He's fucking, worried. like, high school when I saw you last, dude. Like, it's, like, longer than six years ago. It was just like, how am I in your records? Why are you calling me? Ugh. Yuck. Typical dentist. And then I told them to short GameStop and hung up. <laughs> anyway. Play the market, uh, baby. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, now that we've done the interview, we've set the stage for Psycho Gorman. Do we want to start talking about the movie itself? Absolutely. Let's yes. talk about some of our favorite scenes. I think in true spooky time fashion, Cammy. Yeah. You should go first. I did not know that was the fashion, but okay. <laughs> that's not that's uh, that's not really tradition, but yeah, we can. Let me get it's my tradition we can make for it. today because poor little Cammy <laughs> couldn't come to the party. All right, so Cammy, what's the scene that you really enjoyed? Okay, so um, I had you guys bring this up in the interview. Uh, but I think the part of this movie, there were two parts of this movie that really made me just laugh <laughs> so hard. Um, but I, th- I think, I think the one that got me the most was when PG is just inexplicably suddenly dressed as Dr. Alan Grant from Jurassic park. Um, <laughs> it, because it took a couple seconds for it to click. And, like, the fact that it's head-to-toe the exact same outfit and, like, his sunglasses don't quite fit on his head because it's so, like, alien-like. Oh, my God. (laughs) He did say they were difficult to take on and off. I just, oh, my God. I loved that so much. And uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the interview to get my question answered anyways um i've got a lot written here but i think i think my second top tier joke of course is when she hands him the magazine mimi hands him the magazine and you know he's like oh this sucks she's like i thought you might like the hunky boys and he's like i do not care for hunky boys <laughs> or do I was, I? I? I was on the floor. I was laughing so hard. <clears throat> I didn't expect I, I, it. Like that kind of humor hadn't really been in the movie yet. Like it was funny, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like laugh out loud funny to that point. So I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, what am I in for? I was so excited about that joke. 
That was so yeah, funny. That... And it's yeah, the rest of the movie was just like nonstop. Laugh right. I did get ner- I was at one point like, you know, I, I did write down like should I like hunky boy question mark in my notes like when we were doing the interview, I was going to be like, uh, and so we're talking with uh, Matthew Ninneber, the uh, the hunky boy himself, Psycho Gorman. Uh, I decided not to do that. That was going to be one of my I questions. Nervous. I was going to write down, do you care for hunky boys? <laughs> hunky boys, yes. Broccoli, no. <laughs> good, good. We're done here. Oh, my God. Oh. What no, about you guys? I, I... Oh, God. Kyle, tell us. Tell us your faves. Uh, my fa my my favorite. I watched the movie twice. I watched it again last night to prepare for the interview and recording this episode because I didn't have remember it very well. Mm-hmm. But um, the what it, I loved it the second time around so much more was when the dad is in the bathroom and the face appears and said, oh, <laughs> "Find me." <laughs> oh my god! And he just keeps asking for more details, and every time the face appears, it's that flashing lights, the eyes are glowing, and it's just screaming at him. Yeah. <laughs> more and more mundane it's shit. In the bathtub. Just like, <laughs> off Route 11, <laughs> near Maple. Like, ah! Go down Maple to the second set of lights. Ah! And he was screaming in between every sentence just to really drive it home. I love that. Oh, my God. oh really Jesus. On oh, the second scene that wasn't quite funny more again up and down with expectations Mm -hmm. was the uh the the fight between psycho and his uh paladins obsidian or obsidian paladins or oh my god his evil his evil friends because it starts out when they're fighting him and beating him up it is like a really kind of just old power rangers episode where they're doing like choreographed punches one at a time and some Mm -hmm. guy does a spin kick and i'm like oh (laughs) well this is kind of what you expect from this you know they may not have the money for a big fight scene, so I guess, oh, this is fine. And I even wrote in my notes, special effects, not quite there. And then once he, Gorman starts fighting packs, like, oh, no, it's just all in the second half. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. when he's ripping them apart, you see every bit of it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is this is exactly what I was looking for. Good job, movie. They were so, like, you interesting. All the, like, different, you know, guys. That, that like, witchy one yeah. really freaked me out. Uh, the oh, one that comes eyes. back as a head in the road like yeah. on. <laughs> Just rolling around in the road yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, hey. Everything's oh. coming up Witchmaster in the truck. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, so we had Rich Evans uh, from Red Letter Media um, as the voice of that big machine thingy. I can't remember what the actual <laughs> character's name it's was. It's like a vat of severed heads and body parts. Yeah, just... but it was like... So, like, I watched it, and it was, it was, like, whatever, right? And it was just, like, funny. And then I looked at the at, in the credits, and I was like, wait, does Rich, the Rich Evans? What? And so we rewound the entire thing, and we listened to the few lines that he had, and we were like, holy shit, that's Rich Evans! And then he did his signature, like, oh, my God! And <laughs> <laughs> we lost our minds. It Oh, God. Uh, Dickie, the birthday boy himself. Wow. The showbiz pizza kid. Amazing. That whole, yeah, that Dan- whole sequence is just fantastic. No, I just, I, I swear. I, I, I feel bad because I feel like we're kind of like honing in on one portion of the movie. Cause this, I'm, I'm sorry. This whole movie is like a, such a fucking diamond in the rough gem, mm-hmm. but I, w- I think like the prelude up to that is you know they're they're playing um 
were they playing basketball or something? Crazy ball. She was teaching. crazy. Yes, yeah, they're playing. And there's, crazy ball. I want to, I want to try to learn this game because, like, I don't know if you like watch the movie enough time, you'll be enough times you'll be able to like figure out how this <laughs> fucking cockamamie game works. Um, it's just so fucking convoluted and silly and just like butt to butt like oh my god like, <gasps> like it's, the switcheroo it, the switcheroo the switcheroo will never not be hilarious to me but um when before they're playing crazy ball and then the police come up and uh pg turns like this policeman into like this <laughs> horrible zombie like thing. zombie like melted faced like and it just has like it's like turns into fucking video drome where the gun is like uh yeah like like fused with his hand and then he just like keeps like swinging it around and shooting shooting trying to shoot himself as they're walking like through the forest and just like mimi and her brother just don't fucking like even like they don't even seem phased which is (laughs) funny i feel bad like one of the other jokes i really liked was that uh Peachy totally forgot what his name was, mm-hmm. as I just did right now. Uh, uh, Luke. She just he. They like, were like Luke. me, me. <laughs> He's like Luke. You should know like, my I'm, name by now. <laughs> We've lived together for like six months. Like, Luke. <laughs> yeah. just like, yes, Mimi's brother, <laughs> the boy. Yes, you there, boy. Um, I also thought it was. I I love that scene. I okay, cause like I was kind of on edge. At first, because I'm like, what's going to happen here uh, when Luke is dreaming and (laughs) uh, Psycho Gorman brings him into like his like dream realm? Because what he's like, what what's his title again, Kyle? Uh, The Archduke of Nightmares. That's how he tries to introduce himself. Yes. So he there. I, I smell a you know what? I if I wonder which comic book company has the rights to Freddy because. (laughs) <laughs> they need to get the rights to this to make a a psycho gore man Fred meets Freddy Krueger uh <laughs> and there there needs to be like a showdown where it's like I will bathe in your blood Krueger and he's just like try it bitch <laughs> and then just like <laughs> and, yeah like Freddy versus gore man I would I would I would kill to read that um but just when Luke is sleeping and then PG's like, oh, I chose this as a suiting location for us to have a, uh, a discussion. And he's just like, your sister does not respect you. <laughs> and, <it's just> like, <laughs> and I'm like, where's he going? Like, is he going to like torture him now and like make him like get me the gem? Like this, this movie has like some, you know, uncut gems vibes to an extent. Like, you know, he's just after the gem. He needs to get the gem. The gem holds all the power, man. And uh, I think you're stretching a little bit there. A little, yeah. I, I, I mean, just I, the I, fact I'll... that it's a gem doesn't give it an uncut gem vibes. <laughs> I think Jarrett just it's... really wants to connect anything possible with uncut gems. Just imagine Psycho Goreman in like a Gucci shirt, a, a yellow Gucci shirt, being like, "I got forty dollars on Araxis. I got uh, sixty dollars on on this on these Power Ranger ladies trying to kill me. Like, uh, place your bets." Well, Psycho Gorman. To... Psycho Gorman dressed as Sandler, leaning over a glass counter, and just says, "I'm gonna come." <laughs> just digging through a fish. I love that. Oh boy. Uh, no, there I. On top of those scenes, I know I kind of like ramble, but like uh, the father, 
the father is so fucking funny. Like, you know, the scene, the scene Kyle mentioned with him in the bathroom, but like, you know how he's, he's just like a deadbeat dad. He and sucks. at first you can't, you can't really tell he sucks until like it gets too late when he's like, Oh, I I microwaved this chicken for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible. And he's like complaining about his wrist. And then finally, like he actually hurts his fucking wrist. He's like, all right, I guess I'll, I'll take it. We're going to go to the doctor now. <laughs> just like, like falling oh. over because he's losing so much blood. Yeah. Like I'm going to drive. How about that? And just like, Oh, there's, oh, I love it when, when the mom, transforms back into a human and the dad like catches her he's like oh my god honey you need to drive me to the hospital and she just like, rolls her eyes covered in alien goo oh, boy. Um, oh my god any of the scenes with the gygax council are just gold to me the um okay especially tube man the the, like brain skeleton looking thing the the, like straight up puppet Uh, oh my god oh my god that was so good and it was so funny uh i love a spooky puppet Um, it's so bizarre like because you know we we had um originally i had no idea that this was a um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I, I totally didn't realize until, you know, I started looking into this movie a little bit more that um, the the same director was, or the director of this movie is the same director uh, of The Void, uh, mm-hmm. Steve Kostansky. So, and then, you know, that that's another movie where it's like, I think we said when I talked to you guys earlier, it's like Assault on Precinct 13 meets The Thing meets, like, Aleister Crowley, like, cult shit. And then, uh, but there, there's a lot of great, awesome special effects and yes, costumes definitely. and shit in that. And, and it's so nice to see something, like, in that same vein mm-hmm. uh, be taken into something that's a little bit more lax and fun. But it definitely, yeah. it's it holds up, and the effects are like I, I I just can't get over how good like the costumes, the effects are, and just how how seamlessly all of these actors who were like in makeup, like extreme makeup or in these extreme, Costume. excuse me, yes, extreme. Are you like, <laughs> no, I have I, I'm drinking I'm drink I'm drinking sparkling water, and it makes me blurp. Oh, God damn it! I feel you. So, Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, but just every it's just so seamless and like, you know, it doesn't you can't really tell anyone's wearing a costume. They look legit. Except that except little Alistair, you know, I can tell he's like <laughs> yeah. he's Oh my god. I the scene like, when he's we... like, Do you think I'll ever be normal again? Like his little like gurgled voice um like post transformation was so funny and I wish we had gotten more of him talking because that was making me laugh so hard. And it's such a heartfelt moment and she's like no, but I like you just the way you are. And he's like, okay. And he just like walks away. And there's like that gross like shit waving in the Slide. wind behind him. Yeah. So it's disgusting. His fucking snail trail. And, and he's like in the, you know, he's in their band. And he's like sort of in the background of everything. He's at the diner with them, right? Yep. Is yep. he at the diner with that? It's, oh my God. I'm pretty sure he's like a couple, or maybe he's not actually. I don't or think is he, he is. outside? Or... I thought he was at the diner with them. Oh, yes. I think he is out. Like, they left him outside or something, and they, like, went in without him, or they're, like, <laughs> they come out to reveal he's been waiting there, like, Ugh, are we going to go? Yes. 
So cute, think, but so disgusting. <laughs> I think my favorite part might actually be, you know, I hope they do something with this. Like, there's, like, you know how how Disney has put out all these fucking, like, Toy Story shorts and things like that. I want to see, like, you know, like, Alistair, Alistair's Day Out or some shit like that. <laughs> yes, um, where it's, like, uh, um, or, like, on the DVD or something when that comes out. But, uh because you know he's having dinner with his parents at one point and they're just like they they don't look up so i'm like do they know he's a brain or are they like that like <laughs> neglectful um, oh, no. like so th- that kind of ran through my head a little bit but i i want to see like you know i kind of want to see the in between of like him coming home and and his I have a feeling his parents are like Butter's parents or something. It was like, all right, son, where did you go that turned you into a big yellow brain or a big pink brain? I'm like, ah, oh, geez, Dad. I, oh, I didn't want to be a big pink brain, but uh, I didn't have a choice in the matter. Go to your room. My boy's a brain. <laughs> oh, so sad. So sad. Well, that actually brings me. Do we have any more scenes we want to talk about specifically? Um, Nothing specific comes to mind for me. Oh, another another Alistair scene when he was still a boy was when he's like, it was nice meeting you. And BG's like, it would be better if you were dead or whatever. He's like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> he just walks uh, away. <laughs> that was funny. Love <sighs> it. But yeah, oh, PG. we can uh, wrap this up. Yeah, I want to talk about this. If you want to. You c- well, not wrap this up. I got what? other things, like non-scene non- oh, okay. specific things. Okay. Oh. But like. So this this movie is, I mean, you could call it a, a black comedy or dark humor kind of movie. Yeah. Even though it is just straight up funny sometimes. Yeah. But um, it doesn't have that thing with like horror comedy where eventually they have to come back to reality and look at all the terror and death around them and be affected by it. Yeah. They never do. Mimi never does that in this. <laughs> yeah. Like, Alistair gets turned into a brain. She's like, cool beans. The, uh, the cops, one of them <laughs> turned into a horrible mutant zombie. And she's just like you know, things happen. Like Psycho Gorman does okay. that and you just gotta be, get out of the way. Oh, she's and... a sociopath. She's, she's not. <laughs> yeah. like, <Absolutely>. like... <laughs> well, I mean, oh, even it... the family and the brother are just like, they, I mean, the brother kind of has a, you know, you can't boss me around anymore, Mimi moment, but it she just, runs it, that household. it never, yeah, it never falls back to reality where they look at what they've done and they feel anything about it. Yeah. And I, that's a plus in my book. Like I hate, like, the end of Shaun of the Dead is my go-to example of just like, no, Shaun is a crying broken man at the end of that hilarious movie. Yeah. But not, and that can be a bummer sometimes, but this movie, it it stuck with its premise and it just kept going. Exactly, yeah. When the world is being destroyed at the end of this movie, they're just like standing there with their arms around each other like, ah, like we did great team. And like, it, it, it goes. <laughs> the dad even says, I'm proud of you kids. Yeah. And, like, it goes against that trope that we see in, in other movies that this has been compared to, like, Terminator 2 or um, The Iron Giant, where, like, a kid befriends a, 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 some sort of, like, monster or creature or, you know, giant robot. Um, <laughs> that, where, like, you know, they have to hide them because they're afraid of what their parents will think. Um, and, you know, it, he's a good guy, you know? He's, he's, he's not a bad guy. Wham! He's my best friend! But, like, a Psycho Gorman is actually evil. Like, he, yeah. he's not nice. He's, I will he's, bathe in your blood, mom he's and dad. terrible. Like, ah! <laughs> he won't kill you. I absolutely will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I he's... love that spin on, on that trope that we get in, in movies a lot of the time. 
Like, no, there's no... Yeah. <laughs> He's actually... There's no redemption or... Yeah. I think at the end, Gorman even's like, I found the power of love and I will use it to destroy all life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And the, that's, I think that's like, you know, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but like, okay, I'm going to give you five seconds. And if you don't want this movie spoiled for you for the, for the very, very end, like, don't listen. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, when he starts fucking just, like, killing everyone still on Earth, he, like, he somehow turns gigantic, and then he's just, like, destroying a city, and they're just like, <laughs> ah. It's just like, at least he won't kill us, family. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Like, you're... There's even a moment before Mimi gives him back the gem where his dad says, like, oh, you know, remember to make sure he doesn't kill us and everyone else. And she's like, huh. And then she just gives it to him anyway without saving the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> What was the dad's example? He's just like, you know, when I oh, when I was younger, a guy <laughs> the baseball came. in the van. Yes, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I had to rewatch the movie was because in my notes the first time, I just wrote baseball card van. And then the next morning when I read that, it's like, what? Get your baseball cards here. Extra, extra. Sammy Sosa's before he turned pink. Oh, my. What? That's ultra rare. I got nothing. So the kids in this movie, we talked about them in the interview, but they were just, they were perfect for what they were doing. They mm-hmm. literally knocked it out of the could park. could not have gotten better with child actors in this movie. Like they, these, these two are the, are the gold standard of, of child, children acting in my opinion, unless you, unless you have a little Henry Thomas in you, but that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's, you know, he's not a little boy anymore. You'll probably dress him up as one, but it would be weird. It would. I actually ate guys... something that E.T. left here, and now I'm an old man. Ah, penis breath. Ah. <laughs> Did you guys notice that both times when they're playing uh, Crazy Ball, uh, Mimi, she's got, like, the mud on her face, like, the, the war paint mm-hmm. under her eyes, mm-hmm. and her brother has a little kitty cat whiskers? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just imagined, like, cat. that made me think of Super Bad when, like, Michael Sarah is, like, taught... <laughs> Tying his partners, uh, they're putting each other's aprons on, and he's just like, you know, I'm, I'm getting impatient up here. Like, you better hurry up. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love uh, that movie. I do, too. Uh, oh, Jesus. I love this okay. movie. I'm going to say it. I love it. I love this movie more than Superbad, because I haven't seen Superbad. Oh, Kyle. <sighs> this would be a great double feat. Like, can you imagine if Psycho Gorman showed up in Superbad 2 and then, like, killed Jonah <laughs> Did you already write this in your script? No, I have to. No, I'm I'm in revisions now. Oh, okay. Oh my god! So instead of Stan Lee doing cameos in Marvel movies, we just have Psycho Gorman doing cameos in <laughs> yeah. Marvel movies. How do we get him in the MCU? Like, could is, could we write someone a letter and be like, Psycho Gorman needs to be added? Like, his whole backstory is fascinating. Like, this is the ultimate. I have never wanted a comic book. Even if it's like, you know, like a six issue limited thing, like I've never wanted something more bad in my entire badly in my entire life than a comic version of this movie, like where it's like either it picks up like right after the movie and then like shows like previous shit and then goes into like what's next or some I don't know, like something like some kind of backstory or whatever. I'm sure they would figure out an amazing way to do it or make it tasteful and good. But like, holy crap, like. This is I, I I really hope that there's a second one. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Oh, fingers or like crossed. a prequel. <gasps> oh, a yeah. Psycho Gorman Christmas. He comes back to celebrate Christmas with the family. Him and Joe Bob Briggs. That'd be great. <laughs> I would love to. Mother, I would love to see father. them do this movie on like the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs because he'd probably just be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and Darcy would be like, "I like it." <laughs> like this is crazy. She's like, "I think it's neat." Like that's how I oh, think Darcy. That would go. I love her. I would, uh, I would die she's for her. a gal after my own heart. Yeah. Love that Darcy. Anywho. Uh, yeah, I do. You guys I have anything s- else you want to talk about? I could literally sit here and talk about how awesome this movie is. I'm going to watch day. it tonight. I'm going <gasps> to rent it again. I think. Yeah, for real. Like, you know, if you if 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 you've enjoyed our conversation about Psycho Gorman, uh, please, you know, uh, uh, walk, don't run. That's a lie. Run to your don't walk. Yes, run. don't walk. <laughs> Stomp over the any kids in your way or, <laughs> or pets or elderly folk. Um, just give them a big, big old stomp. Tell those boomers to get out of your way because you have the right to trade GameStop your way. Um, yeah, go to Amazon, rent this movie, and uh, watch it. You got 48 hours. You should watch it at least more than once in that 48 hours. Good lord! Uh, I think I'm gonna go rent it, it right now. More than once in the 48 hours, or yeah, is it just you can watch it as many totally. times as you want. Oh, you, we should have. I should have literally it Christmas story that movie. <laughs> like, because I bought you, it last night. You could, if I if I gave out my Amazon to, to you guys, you could watch it for free. I don't want your Amazon, Kyle, because good, you good, basically stole that money from us to watch this movie. You. It was for research for the podcast. <laughs> I am justified, but the episode's recorded now. It's just, you guys are just watching it for fun. That is true. That is true. No business expense there. And there's no business like show business. Am I right? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rent this movie wherever you can, or if you need to wait, it should be on Shutter this May, as Cammy had told us previously. Uh, I got nothing else. What about you guys? I have so much else, but also, oh, we need to end the episode. So um, we do need to end it. Yeah, I, I just I'm I highly recommend this movie, especially if you like, if if you if you enjoy camp in your movies, like campy, fun, funny, sleeping bags, Power Rangers, canteen, canteens, no marshmallows. Steve the Kayak King. A cabin in the woods. (laughs) Steve the Kayak King. The director of this movie has almost the exact same name as my dad. I was going to say, I I was just like, Steve, what's this what? Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, if you mumble it, it sounds like the same name. (laughs) You're going to... Oh my God, that's that's funny because in the interview when we're talking to to Matt, he mentions that... uh, the director's like house is full of like just figurines and monsters and stuff, and I'm remind I was reminded of your dad's little hobby room, which mm-hmm. is ex- full of figures and monsters. Absolutely! Oh my god, they should be buddies. Great minds think alike. Related. I was gonna say you're gonna walk outside your house one day, Cammy. You're gonna be going to get the mail, and like the big jaguar with like money flying out of the passenger seat is gonna come rolling up and be like, "Cammy, baby, it's me, your long lost <laughs> uncle," and you'll be like. Wow! And he's like, here, here's a Blu-ray of The Void and Psycho Goa Man. And like, thanks, Uncle Steve! And he's like, here, your he... own giant uh, Alistair Brain costume for Halloween this year. Aww. Is your father home? We gotta talk turkey. And then he just goes inside and 
Next thing you know, you guys have a Citizen Kane-esque lifestyle. So he's my dad's brother, but they have the same first name, but different last names. They were separated at birth, and it's just a coincidence that they have the same first name. <laughs> there are only so many names, Cammy. Sometimes they're bound to be some oh overlap. God, I'm what sorry. do you expect his name to be? Rupert? Or Shmehan? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thank, well, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this extra special episode. We will be back in two weeks with something else to talk to you about. We'll be back after two weeks. After two weeks, you're not going to ha- hear us for another two weeks. So February twenty-seven. Yep. Feb Feb two seven. Whoop did he do? Have we got something special planned for you? Oh. <laughs> Well, in the meantime, if you are missing our voices, feel free to head on over to patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. There you can get our fabulous archive of bonus shows, some series. Currently, we are almost done wrapping up our Stranger Things series, uh, and then some new shit will be popping up in the near future on there. Hmm. Five dollars or more gets you that whole plethora turkey dinner yams you know with the little the little uh brown marshmallows on top because they've Mm, been cooked just right brown yes quite patreon.com slash spooky time podcast am i saying that right yeah is that the no but we we'll edit in the right the right name afterwards wait is it really not the right name I think it's the right name. I'm kidding. No, oh you're my right. God. I'm just, I was like, I'm just Kyle. Playing one of my classic jokes. Oh, God. One of those classic Kyle's classic corner. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh well, yes. You can find me, your boy, J Dog, J Dizzle and the Hizzle on Instagram at daddy underscore Dangerfield. Cammy, where the heck can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. And. <laughs> oh, my. You can just find me, okay? No, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. You can find us on Instagram, uh, us as a network on Instagram at Spooky Time Network. You can find us on Twitter at Spooky Time Net. Uh, yeah. Kyle, where can we find yeah, you? I'm, a, I'm awake. What? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, sleepy baby. I sleep 18 hours a day. I'm like a. <laughs> Like Lullaby and good night. Wake the fuck up, little Kyle. La la la. la, uh, la. So find me on Twitter at Fievel Goes West. F I E V A L Goes West. All one word. Uh, if you guys want to donate a hundred dollars to the Patreon. Oh my god. What's I forgot say? what the promise was going to be. I forgot what the promise was going to be, but I thought about it earlier. Uh, uh, the, blood, the blood of your enemies in a vial for you yeah. uh, to leave at any kind of crime scene of your choosing. Yeah. Donate a hundred dollars, and we'll write. Produce and film a Psycho Gorman Christmas uh, no, 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 with no, our own gonna, money. That's no, that's not gonna. Oh we no, need, okay, we just need cut more that out. For... <laughs> well, they're not gonna do it. So what does, what does it matter? What it <laughs> Some guy's uh, gonna no, be like, "I love Psycho Gorman, and I want, and I love Christmas." Hundred dollars, please. <laughs> like, fuck, oh shit. Okay, no, no, cut that out. Here's the real one. Uh, if you guys want to donate one hundred dollars to the Patreon. I will sail a ship around the world. You see, guys, the I other really one want to sail a ship around the world. I need the other one was a little more doable, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know if you're. I oh, just oh. Boy. I mean, I have the the ship. I have all the you know necessary supplies. Mm-hmm. I just need a, a kick in the pants to go and a binding legal 
binding verbal verbal promise with our viewers is just what I need to motivate me. What kind you of need, boat? You need. Yeah, is it a dinghy? Are you? I was about you, to say yeah. The, the salesman said it was a dinghy, but he said that's the best kind. You I need to get learned. off of. Uh, you need to stop looking at sailor TikTok, Kyle. Is you that... do not tell me how I spend my time, sir. I mean, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> when I'm off mic, it's my time, baby. I can do what I want. <laughs> it's Willie's time, baby. <laughs> Between four and five. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we will be back sooner rather than later. <laughs> uh, sort of. Later rather than sooner. Okay. We'll be back. <laughs> All right. Well, until then. Peace, y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're confusing Aww. me. That's not a thing anymore. If someone was pushing you around, telling you what to do, what would you say? Step off. Step off! <laughs>